The COVID-19 pandemic has made Melbournians run to the country. Even seasiders who love the coastal area and the trendy elite suburbs go from sea to tree to find the peace and quiet of the hills, the chance to experience snow in winter and the farm-to-plate community in exchange for the salty sea air. Today, we will talk about the beauty of making the tree change. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langder. Real Estate Right is making headways into becoming one of Melbourne's most credible resources of information to help buyers, sellers, renters and investors get their real estate right. Tell your friends and family who are new to real estate how they will be better in the know with our expert guests, our easy to understand answers and comprehensive outlook on buying, selling, renting and investing in Melbourne and through Victoria. Will Walton from Bell Property in Dalesford and Trentham knows all too well how Melburnians are flocking to the Macedon Ranges and Hepburn Shire to get their hands on their dream rural or semi-rural property. Will is the voice about lifestyle change in regional Victoria. Being one of the largest contributors to the Bell Property Situ magazine, but also he is often quoted in leading publications and websites like domain.com.au, The Herald Sun and Australian Country Style magazine. With a passion for tourism and lifestyle investment. So welcome Will. How are you? Good thanks Sue, how are you? Yeah, good thanks. Now I have to ask, how has business been? Look, uh, business is continuing to skyrocket with the uh, interest of people from Melbourne wanting to move to our region is extraordinary. It's it's certainly continuing. It doesn't seem to be some sort of one-hit wonder uh, time in, uh, you know, a period of time. It's certainly um, something that people are wanting to continue to do. The ones that might have been researching and considering it and not sure are certainly mm-hmm. taking action now um, that the... Uh, I suppose that they've seen what other people have done and think, look, we're going to do it now. Yeah. Yes, it's um, very interesting to see the, uh, I suppose, the speed of it all, isn't it? It's just extraordinary. The change uh, of people's mindset about doing things, like there's no hesitation, this is what we're doing, Mm. and and it's really part of a plan um, and, and a reaction, I suppose, to what's been going on in the world. Um, mm. But I think the whole work from home arrangements, um, companies have realised and so have employees that productivity hasn't changed. Yes. So, so well, in, well, in the instances where it hasn't, they've now been given the opportunity to continue um, living it with that arrangement. They may well have to come to the office once a week, but that's yes. okay. So that's allowing them to enjoy a much more, you know, enjoyable uh, environment at a much easier pace and much certainly much more affordable um, accommodation mm. arrangements. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so this leads to my first question. How have prices in regional Victoria changed over the last 12 months compared with that of Melbourne Metro? Sure. Look, the, the, um, 
CoreLogic information came out for the year a few yes. days ago now, and there's been a lot of media reports around that. Um, and some of, some of them have been a little varied. There's been areas that haven't fared as well in regional uh, centres, and yes. those centres are usually the ones that are beyond two hours or more out of Melbourne. But those mm -hmm. that are sort of up to 90 minutes away from Melbourne have absolutely outshone the Melbourne um, capital growth figures, so, mm -hmm. it, which has never happened before. Yeah. So people often say, oh, look, it's a nice place maybe to have a holiday home, but then, they, then the, um, I suppose the common sense or the brain takes over from the heart and says, yeah, but we could do better if we bought something in the city. Uh, mm. Now, that's, that's proven not to be the case this year, and it may well continue that way. And there's certainly you know, a housing shortage everywhere across the country um, yeah. as far as actual full-time accommodation versus rental properties. It's insane how it's just dramatically changed. So, Absolutely. So why do you think people are making the tree change? Is it, is it life's too short? I think there's a little bit of that, and it certainly it, it has sped up the the concept of a person who may well be in their 30s or 40s, because traditionally the people that might move from Melbourne have usually been 50 plus. So the age yes. demographic has completely lowered, uh, and, and that's mm. obviously got to do with the work from home arrangements where they're not waiting to retire. But what, what mm. it does offer people is more space, certainly cheaper accommodation costs for either renting or or for a mortgage. Um, and, mm. and if they've got the idea of wanting to start a um, small business of some type, well, it, it, it means that they've got more cash flow if they're paying less on their accommodation. And they may find that if they're living in an apartment style accommodation in Melbourne, they've got more space when they're in the country as well. Mm. It sounds like you have to be quick now, doesn't it? Like You, you do have to be quick. Yeah, If you want to get those prices still at a reasonable out of um, range sort of Melbourne price, but, you know, in the country price, you need to um, make a stance pretty quickly. Absolutely. The prices in the last three or four years have dramatically increased. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the concept that you can just buy a cute miner's cottage at a certain price just doesn't exist anymore. It's it's still cheaper than Melbourne, yeah. but it's, 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 it's not like, you know, people used to think it was like money they just had in the bank they could throw and buy something very, you know, easily. Yeah. It's, it does now require, you know, a, a bit of a bit of budgeting and, of course, um, a mortgage. Yeah. So, for instance, if you were to buy a, a, a miner's cottage, for instance, in Port Melbourne, um, you'd be looking at that sort of one point three to one point five range in easily. in Dalesford. What would you be looking at for? A... Uh, the same sort of small miner's cottage is probably going to be around five fifty to six hundred. Okay. So you're still, yeah. you know, not looking at a million, like no. <laughs> or over, you're looking at. And the land, you see, you see that the difference is the miners' cottage in Port Melbourne is only going to have a little courtyard. Yes. Uh, whereas if you wanted to start up, say, a preserves company yeah. or a cordial company or something like that, yeah. you've got this vast rear garden mm. that you can plant out with all the actual natural ingredients that you might be thinking about. Yes. Uh, and and turned it into an actual cottage industry business. Yeah. So yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. It's 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 enormous. It's enormous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that you because space is 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 the key element here, isn't it? 
It is it ab- absolutely. I mean, we've got some quite well-known businesses that have established themselves very well along those sorts of lines. Yeah. There's a, a, a fantastic um, entrepreneurial woman called Natasha Morgan, mm-hmm. and she owns a, a, a um, property called Oak and Monkey Puzzle, mm-hmm. and she holds everything from um, workshops around flower arranging through to foraging, through to preserves, the whole lot, and then has her own range of cordials and preserves that she makes as well yeah. that are sold through major retailers. Lovely, yeah. And it's abs- it's it's a beautiful property. It's a it's actually an old weatherboard period post office. Oh wow! Um, which which you would think, why would there have ever been a post office in this place? There's nothing else here because yeah. it's actually on the road between Balan and Dalesford. Yeah heading into Dalesford. Yes. So um, it's absolutely beautiful. But, of course, Natasha is well known because she uh, was she's actually a landscape architect. Oh, wow. And uh, she, she was involved with the major project for the Australian Garden, um, Royal Australian Botanic Gardens in um, Cranbourne. Oh, wow. Which are absolutely spectacular. Mm. Uh, and uh, she's got a Masters of Landscape Architecture and uh, her talents are endless when it comes to these sorts of adapting to the whole space mm. and, the, and the sort of rural lifestyle that you could actually have. Yes, I can imagine her gardens would be just sublime. They're just... But they, yeah. They're absolutely extraordinary, yeah. A mother of two children and keeps her very busy, but it's absolutely beautiful what she's created mm. there. Yeah, have to go and check it out. Is, is, does she open to the public absolutely. or not? Or? Uh, I'm, look, she has these fantastic workshops yeah. and uh, she has had an open garden event before. Yeah. So I would imagine there may well be opportunities. Yeah. Uh, but Natasha is extremely good for small businesses trying to learn even about marketing. The way she markets herself okay. is extreme, extremely clever. Yeah. And you know, she's, she's, a lot of it is online. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it, she's always uh, coming up with different ideas. Yeah. Beautiful. I was up in your area between Christmas and New Year and saw a marked distinction in how some of the towns operated, as well as the amazing quality of some of the homes and the money people are spending or essentially investing in, sorry, Macedon Ranges, Hepburnshire sort of area. For instance, Trentham and Dalesford were pumping and Kitan and Castle Lane were ghost towns. Um, now, before we, we started today, we sort of talked about the fact that, you know, Kitan is more of a residential town, not a touristy town. Are these the sort of things that you need to understand before you in, invest in these properties or these towns? Look, I think, I think it does depend on what people are looking for. Yeah. Um, generally, most people are drawn to, especially if they're moving from Metro Melbourne particularly, they're drawn to the excitement and the amenities of probably the stronger tourism-branded towns, mm-hmm. such as Dalesford and Trentham. Yes. And, of course, what comes with that is obviously a higher purchase price. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, some people want something a little bit quieter, yeah. um, and there's probably more of a country feel in Trentham and in the sort of outer areas of Dalesford and Hepburn Springs more than what there may well be in what is a more built-up town such as Kyton or Woodend. Okay. It's looking at, at what you want and what you need. But, yeah, I guess a lot of people in the city would uh, just assume that 
all towns are similar. They all have the same yes. sort of variety, um, you know, tourist slash residential needs, but it's not the case. So you've just got to really do your no. investigations into that, don't you? And look, the, look the, you know, there's no doubt that the food culture and the fresh food produce industry within Dalesford, with all the award-winning restaurants and cafes and wineries, mm. um, that, that, you know, that's an enormous draw cup because then people can feel like they're on holiday all year round. Mm. Yeah, whereas Kitten, as you said, is more and and Castle Main is Castle Main really a, a touristy town or is it a residential? Look, it, they absolutely are tourist. They're tourism focused yeah. in all those places. But they just don't have the depth, probably, of um, accommodation facilities mm. and probably the, the scope of restaurants yeah. to actually feed in. So it, it's it's more of a building block exercise for some. Okay. Um, where where others um, probably don't. Uh, Castle Main's probably more likely to go in a tourism direction than somewhere like Kitan. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so what conversations have you had with potential buyers about why they choose the Bassinon Ranges and Hepburn Springs over, for instance, a sea change? Oh, look, I think the problem with sea change is it's very seasonal mm. and that's the product is summer. Yes. Uh, and some people enjoy being in seaside locations around winter. Yeah. Um, the product that we've got in our region is food. And, that, and wine, and that's an all-year-round product. Okay. So we're, we're not really relying on sand, you know, sun, sand, surf or snow here. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter what the climate is. We're certainly, uh, you know, benefiting from an all-year-round uh, feature of, of the brand that brings people here, which basically is the food. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So in saying all that, um, the rental market, how's that going? Well, that, 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 that's, a, that's a tough one, the rental market, um, because people have got the first thing an investor thinks is buy an apartment in the inner city. Yes. Uh, would have once been the case, maybe with COVID at the moment and so many of them being vacant, they might, they might think there's some bargain opportunities to purchase, mm. but unfortunately you still have to have the supply and demand and have the tenant there mm. to be able to pay for the mortgage. Yeah. And uh, that may somewhat be a challenge for the next 12 to 18 months with the lack of international students and the lack of people moving interstate mm. as much as they may have once done. Yeah. And, of course, the hospitality industry in the inner city relies heavily on a good network of rental properties being available to staff members. Definitely. Um, we heavily rely on rental properties in our marketplace here for, for employees as well mm -hmm. in the hospitality industry. However, having said that, there is a huge shortage of available housing for that particular market, including the uh, retail and hospitality and tourism market workers. And why do you find that? Is that because everyone's buying and there's no properties left? Yeah, there is so many people buying and moving here yeah. that there's just they're, they're actually outpricing the, the, the uh, investor market. Mm. So what would a typical rental property um, go for in, in Dalesford? Um, look, you can get any a standard entry level rental property, maybe a one or two bedroom around three to three thirty. Yeah, and if it's a good quality three bedroom, you may well find it's anywhere in the high threes to four hundred dollars a week. Okay. Uh, so, as you can well imagine, certainly not the prices you'd be paying if you were living in uh, St Kilda or Fitzroy. Mm, yeah, definitely. Anywhere up to half. Yes. 
So, but it's still, if you haven't got the properties, you can't rent it out, and then there's going to be that whole no, competition no, we, and, and people. I think it's taking about 48 hours at the moment to lease the property here. Wow. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. There's no end in sight with that, so that's uh, very interesting. Yes, very interesting. So we will have a short break and come back with more from Will Walton from Bell Property in Dalesford and Trentham, where we will talk about how some of the benefits of buying a tree change property and how people adjust to the different way of life. You're listening to Real Estate Right, and I'm Sue Langada on here with Will Walton from Bell Property in Dalesford and Trentham talking about making the tree change to regional Victoria. So, Will, what are some of the benefits city folk see for themselves when they decide to purchase a country home? Well, I suppose hopefully the first concept is that it gives them a bit of stress relief yeah. from compared to living in a, you know, uh, I suppose heavily trafficked you know, polluted city versus being in open country space. Mm. Um, there's certainly no traffic jams here. We don't even have any uh, traffic lights. Yeah. Yes. We've got uh, three roundabouts to, to navigate and that's about it. <laughs> it can still be very busy. There's a lot of pedestrians who just like to there are. walk, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Once you get 150 metres out of the main street, let me tell you, it gets very calm. Oh, yes. But the, uh, the retail sector in our area is absolutely booming at the moment. Oh, so uh, it's quite interesting how well the um, the, the retail and uh, restaurants are actually doing in the main street. Yeah. Yes, I can imagine. They'd be raking it in, wouldn't they? Absolutely. Yeah. So are there many people tr- who try the country life for a couple of years and then yearn to go back to the city? Have you found that in the past or...? Look, that can come a little bit with age or family circumstances being closer to maybe younger family members, if need be. Uh, Look, it really does depend. We've got such good quality amenities nearby and we're still close to Melbourne, Mm. which allows people, if they need to go back to Melbourne for any any particular appointments, anything, they can. However, we're very lucky here where we're serviced by Ballarat nearby, about 35-minute drive. And we have excellent medical services there. And, of course, um, anything that you can't buy here locally in Dalston or Trentham, you can go to Ballarat and easily obtain usually. Yeah. Which leads to my next question. Um, If I had, if I brought my family up here and I wanted them to be doing extracurricular activities like, you know, sporting clubs, music teachers, art tuition, even medical specialists like speech therapists, um, or if they wanted to join the Scouts or, or you know, trying to find childcare, are we, are we local enough to have those sort of facilities around us or do we have to go to Ballarat um, or the city? No, look, uh, stuff? I mean, in our, in our country towns, like most country towns, the, the heartbeat of many country towns is the local football and netball clubs. Yes. Um, on the weekend, that's where a lot of social life and activities revolve around. Mm-hmm. And we're somewhat lucky um, in a way that we have, while not a large population, for some reason we actually have two netball clubs and two football clubs. Okay. Um, which, which is a little bit extraordinary for the size of our population. Yeah. Um, and then, then when it comes to health issues, we've got a fantastic medical uh, clinic here which I- includes a lot of allied health services that come on a visiting rotation. Yeah. So that certainly creates, you know, a, a smooth 
um, opportunity for the elderly. However, if need be, as I said, you know, Ballarat up the road, we've got both the Ballarat Base Hospital and the St John of God Private Hospital, which are fantastic services mm-hmm. and, a, and, and a very large number of specialist doctors um, who have their medical rooms in Ballarat. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's it's sort of peace of mind, isn't it, knowing that that sort of thing is, is quite Absolutely. Close yeah. So if we were to, um, you know, join the local footy and netball club, how much driving will we need to get to the games? Oh, well, it's it's certainly not going to be st- – it'll be a smooth drive, but it may well be, you know, a little bit lengthy. I think the, the longest drive some of them do is about 45 minutes. Okay. And when you talk to people in Melbourne with metro, um, you know, traffic, it doesn't seem too bad. No. Look, my kids play hockey and, um, you know, the younger year levels, uh, they all end up being um, quite close to home. The older the levels, you know, we could be doing, you know, Essendon one minute and um, uh, Berwick the next. I think they even yeah. do games out in Druin or something like that. So it's... It, it, it's quite it's, it's quite quite a journey, isn't it? With it is quite a journey. Especially at like you've got to be at a game at six o'clock on a Friday night in the middle of peak hour traffic. It's always fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I don't miss peak hour traffic. That's for sure. Oh, I'm sure you don't. Yeah. Now, is it cheaper to live in the country, or would it be like swapping apples for oranges? Say, like your petrol bill might go up a little bit, but your McDonald's bill will go down. Well, we don't have McDonald's. Well, here. that's what we I'm saying. Need... It will go down. It's nothing. <laughs> no. Look, um, you know, look, there is going to be some things. Overall, it's much cheaper. Yes. But there's going to be some things possibly that you may well have. Some people like the romance of an open fire. Well, then you've got the expense of wood, yeah. but you then don't have such high electricity or gas costs for heating. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're the sorts of things that, you know, it's, it's a bit of an unders and overs, but it still at the end adds up to a much lesser amount overall mm. um, to, to, to live here. You know, depends on how you live. If you're going to live like you're on holidays every day, well, it's going to cost you a lot of money. Yes. Because, um, uh, you know, it's, it's some, some of the beautiful restaurants in our region are not, not exactly inexpensive, <laughs> but then we do have, you know, we've got local, you know, high quality yet inexpensive pizza stores and, and fish and chip stores and things like that yeah. um, that ha- that service the local community as well. And is there a mid-range sort of like, you know, your $25, $30 there is, yeah, main, yeah, main yeah, meals? Yeah, we've got, a, we've, got, we've got two very reasonably um, priced pubs, yeah. um, which are really good. And then we've got, you know, some lovely family restaurants as well. Yeah, nice. Now, so do you have any success stories about how some of your clients have moved from the city and how they've created booming successes in their businesses besides obviously Natasha? We, we certainly do. Look, there's, there's, there's certainly a number of small businesses uh, that have been able to relocate probably because of um, the more mobile, mobility um, mm-hmm. that's more acceptable at the moment. Yes. Around, um, you know, businesses. It's amazing. We've got... Uh, Two solicitors from Williamstown who haven't been to the office in ten months. Yeah, uh, and they've decided now to potentially look at purchasing a luxury home in our area instead. Yes, we also we also then have you know people like um, um, a company. There's a company called Matinois, which is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do they do? It's, uh, they they have the most. Ex- 
beautiful women's clothing, shoes. They, they're also a um, distributor for ASOP and uh, they have a lot of homewares as well. But Victoria used to have a beautiful fashion store with, as part of the slow fashion movement in the heyday of, uh, of when things were very, very popular in Collins Street. Mm-hmm. She's since relocated that business to our town. Yes. And besides her online business, she has a very loyal following of women who travel here purely to shop in her store. Wow. It's amazing yeah. what people will do, isn't it? How they just, yeah. um, they will. So you can imagine that, that leap of faith mm-hmm. to, you know, say, well, I'm, I'm no longer going to operate in Collins Street. I think Victoria also had a very successful store in Greville Street. Yeah. And uh, decided that she would relocate completely away from her core consumers yeah. to a country location and set up a new business is, you know, I find that you know, quite uh, exciting, but it would have also been very scary, I'm sure. I'm sure. But at the same time, you know, it's doing just as well, isn't it? Or- Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you've just got to bite the bullet, don't you? Yeah, extre- that's extremely the, much the case. Yes. Um, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Now, lastly... We talked about how quickly rental properties are going, 48 hours. How are the sales properties going? How quickly are they selling? Well, look, as long as they're priced correctly at the moment and, you know, the, the vendors market them um, far and wide, mm-hmm. um, if, if it's what is the typical property that someone wants, which is either a period property or a high-end architecturally designed property, yes, they can take anything now only between 24 hours to a week to sell. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously some things are not always priced where they should be, so that may drag the chain a little bit. Yeah. But because we're setting such high sales results and records at the moment, it's 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 very interesting to see when you put maybe what is an enthusiastic price on a property that it still seems to resonate with the market at the moment. Mm. So how stock levels, they... Uh declining quickly or people just they're, they can they're, sell? they're declining however they're declining however replenishing sort of you know somewhat but you know there's there's always room for more i'm sure there is well yes. thanks so much will for giving real estate right listeners a chance to know all the benefits of making the tree change how can listeners get in touch with you to discuss their tree change needs sure look it's really easy if they just go onto the bellproperty.com website uh, they'll easily find all our offices throughout Australia, including Dalston and Trentham. Beautiful. Thanks so much, Will. Glad to have you on again. That's a pleasure. Have a great week. Yeah, you too. So next week we have Kate Bacos from Kate Bacos Property on to talk to us about how a buyer's advocate can help with your self-managed superannuation fund. Something very exciting for those looking at doing the whole superannuation fund themselves. So don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music and Francis Morello for his voiceover. Real Copyright is a leading real estate copywriting service throughout Melbourne. If you would like your property copywritten by Real Copyright, please book your copy through orders at realcopyright.com.au. If you would like us to help create more valuable real estate information for the people of Melbourne in this podcast, 
contact sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right. Thank you.